Hey, this is Colt Cabana, professional wrestler from the Art of Wrestling podcast. You're listening to City Wrestling Radio podcast, which is weird because it's either radio or podcast. Can't be both, but hey, with you, baby, it is. Yeah. Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this is the B Show. I'm your host, Corey Smith. In the studio, in the Diamond Studio with me today is my co-host of the B Show, as always. Michael Vergara. What's going on, man? How are you? I'm okay. I'm doing this in the AMs. Uh, does does take it out take it out on you, but I only do this for the listeners. Sometimes you have to put in, you know, put in yeah, the work. That's and, the life, man. That's hey, the life. If you want to succeed in this in the in the business, you know. You, you have gotta, to make the towns, you gotta make the hours, man. You gotta go in early, stay late, shake everyone's hands, say thank you. Make sure you stand up when you shake people's hands. Oh my Remember God. You hear about that Dusty Road story where Every t- there was this one person who was sitting down, and then he sees Dusty Rhodes for the first time. He extends his hand to shake his hand, and then the first thing Dusty says, there's something wrong with your leg, son. At the same time, though, it's That's like, just rude in general. It's just rude in general. Like, I would you just, I mean, unless it was like a teach, unless you were like a kid. Yeah. And yeah, it's rude. Yeah. 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 It's rude. Just stand up. Hey, guys, just say, hey, what's up? You know, stand up when you say see us. Yeah, when I'm I kidding. see, if I ever see Dusty Rhodes, just say, "Hey, what's up?" When I see him up there one day, yeah. I'll, I'll, you know, I hope I'm up there. Yeah. Uh, or you know, just you know, whatever. Or you meet the millions of other wrestlers down there. <laughs> oh, I'm just like, ah, oh, crap, really? Oh, but I get to meet this guy, and I get to meet this guy. Like, really? It was the I mean, it was the gluttony. Suck, but... It was the gluttony that got me here. <sighs> but right. but guys, don't forget you can find us at our home. SoundCloud. Speaking of hell, speaking of hell, you can find us at our home. <laughs> SoundCloud.com/slash/city wrestling radio. Also, you know the iTunes uh, podcast app, the Google Play, Stitcher, the iTunes, any fine podcast delivery application. Look for us on there, and there's a good chance you'll find us on there, unless mm-hmm. it's one of the millions that are, we haven't heard of. Hundreds, if not thousands. Um, also, if you want to follow us and can't catch up with the show, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Sound or. Facebook and Twitter. Twitter. Sorry, it's early. It and uh, it's not that early. It's like, what, 10 o'clock? Well, yeah, people have to be at the place they need to go. Like, usually, like, the commute would actually be around, like, 8.30. That's when the buses get really crowded. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, guys, at CWR415, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, follow us on social media. Just, just, be, just tail us, you know? Just be wherever we are, I guess. I no, know. I mean, like, we catch up. We need to post more pictures on Instagram, I think. Yeah. yeah. Because all we've been doing is uh, using it for promotion to promote the shows. Just what, other, what could you possibly put, like, what, like, your, like, you, the, the wrestling show that you're going to attend soon, or? Maybe we could start just doing, like, little random picks if we go to wrestling shows. Yeah. You know, like, if we have, like, one or two really good picks, we'll yeah. put it in a. Here's a random picture of Aiden English because I felt like it. Oh, I mean, I would put every picture of Aiden English on there. It's like your Aiden English pick of the day. Or maybe pics of us, just how glorious or a and se- fine selfie. we are. Yeah, a selfie of me posting the picture of it in English on Instagram. There we go. So yeah. then, it, then it's like something we actually did. We're deep in the rabbit hole. Because I, I don't want to get, I don't want to get a cease and desist from WWE for posting Aiden English pictures. Man, you can get you can see you can get a cease and desist for even lesser stuff. I'm sure we've already gotten one. I haven't checked the email in a long mm. time. Anyways, guys, this is the B Show. We're here to talk a little 205 Live and a little bit of NXT for you guys. That's what that's what the B Show is for. That's what we're here for, guys. We start off with 205 Live this week. Um, you know, starts off with uh, a vignette, uh, Hideo Itami vignette about how he never asked to be Hideo's partner, yeah, and he doesn't understand why he needed a partner. Just roped into this thing, but Hideo, 
if you think about it, they were thinking about a cruiserweight tag team division, and then they dropped it. Yeah, whatever so. happened to that? Like they just like there they was they were definitely planting the seeds for this. They were really building that up for weeks. They had Jack Gallagher and the Brian Kendrick be a part of that like tag team pool, and then they, apparently they're off doing their own thing. Yeah, it's it's really, and, it's, but there's still people want to uh, fight for tag team supremacy there yeah. on 205 Live. Now, what is Lucha Party going to do? Well, we'll find we'll, out. We'll later. find out later tonight. Uh, next up, we have uh, we have an announcement next week. Um, we're going to get Cedric Alexander and Buddy Murphy for the cruiserweight title. So, they've been doing like constant video vignettes between these two back these guys. and forth. Yeah, yeah, back and forth. They haven't like they haven't wrestled in a long time either. It's been a while since we've seen either one of these guys. Yeah, like in the ring. Yeah, you would think you'd get it. We haven't seen Cedric in the ring since what WrestleMania? No, since uh, Greatest Royal Rumble. Man, has it been since we're Greatest Royal Rumble? I don't think no, he's re- he was in the tag team match. Oh, he was okay. And the the with the you know with all the Brits. You're right. Never yeah. mind. All right, so the first match of the night was Drew Gulak versus Grand Matalik. The Lackers himself. And, uh, you know, the match is about to start, and all of a sudden, uh, Kendrick and um, and Gallagher come out to ringside. Yeah, that's like, what's going on here? Uh, they kind of come out. Do? Yeah. Thinking c- emoji. China kind of supporting Gulak in a way. Yeah, just give him, like, moral support. Yeah, uh, but on commentary. But I couldn't, I couldn't ignore uh, Gallagher's, like, semi-racist commentary skills. elaborate on this so when he's talking about was he talking about grand metallic he's like oh this grand he's first he's like oh the grand metallica and that's fine you mess with the names you mess with the names yeah but then he starts saying i don't care the lucha house party burrito whatever it is and it was just like okay whoa What's wrong with burritos man no burritos are great but it just like he just started it's naming just the random. connotation yeah. yeah it was just a little weird and i was like but you can tell though after he said that gallagher's commentate commentary went way off like yeah. he said one or two things after that it's like it's and, someone's yelling, and not even Vince. I think Vince is like out, off to his private jet by this point. It was like Gallagher, not cool. Road dogs back there, like yeah, hey Gallagher, man. hey man, friend of the show, friend of, friend of the show, oh, a friend of mine actually. What happened? I, he just liked a tweet of mine one time. Okay, he's think. gonna be your baby tonight. I hope so. You know, he's a uh, he posts some random stuff on uh, Twitter. That's road dog for you. Like very like good and godly, but like I feel like he's going through some stuff. Like how like, recent it, it, was this? This is like last week, and it's just like stuff like you know, God has given me the will to to ignore my enemies and keep moving forward, yeah, and I've well, got a lot of growing to we do. We wish him the best. Though. Yeah. So if yeah. you're going through stuff, right? Okay, all the best to you. Um, but yeah, this was a this was an okay match. Um, a little back and forth between um between Metalik and uh, Gulak. Uh, there was that cool um that drop kick wall uh, when he was walking on the ropes. Yeah. You remember it was like kind of. Uh, it was kind of like Xavier Woods' move, where like he's just, yeah, exactly yeah, yeah, where, he, said, where he's walking exactly on the walking ropes. ropes and hits a drop kick on yeah. Gulak, who's like laying in the uh, bottom corner. Where no, where he actually like he kind of springs board off to the second rope, and then he kind of does this little rotate like three sixty rotation onto the other side of the ring. Wait, Not the other side, like the other ropes. So you notice how. I, I can't do this. I'm, I'm, I know I'm giving you a visual representation for this podcast, but at one angle, he um, he jumps to that to that side of the ring, and then he kind of just rotates his body into another side of the ring, mm-hmm. and then he does the drop kick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, man, you know, it's just really bad at explaining that. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, the yeah. end of the match uh, was pretty much when Meta League goes for the moonsault off the middle rope. Uh, Gulak holds up his knees, uh, eventually mm-hmm. to lock in the Gulak for the submission. Yeah. He, Drew Gulak, he's been kind of been kind of on a tear lately. Yeah, you know he's um, 
I kind of wish he would do more than cruiser. I, I would like to see him outside of the cruiserweight division. Like I said, like in the Smack It review, he's pretty much, him and Daniel Bryan are pretty much like 1A, 1B in terms of just the way they, they wrestle. You know, keeping their opponents grounded, making it, keeping it submission-based. Oh, it's kind of like heel heel version, face version. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Kind of the like polar the, opposite, but, yeah. you know, yeah, kind of the Flash and... Uh, who's, who's, who's the other guy that Flash, like anti-Flash or... Yeah, sure. Something whatever. like that. You don't watch Flash, do you? I, I ain't no nerd. Good. Neither do I. Yeah. I was just we only, to... We're not nerds. We only watch wrestling. Um, yeah, so uh, Gulak uh, gets the win. So, yeah, good for him. Yeah. Next up, Buddy Murphy vignette, which uh, is just him working out. Just him being over 205 pounds. He was just like hashtag gains. Yeah. I mean, I uh, just, I, I, I knew. I'm, I'm the best up. kept secret. Wouldn't that be no. great next week? Like, he's just like, oh, sorry, you're 206. God damn it! Really? They might actually do that. Like they might, and they save might it prolong for money in the this. bank. Yeah. Do you think somebody else can get a cruiserweight title shot at that point? Like, like who else? Who else is there? Like Drew Gulak, I think is too early. Um, Finn Balor, uh, Dale was Tommy, maybe. No. Well, considering yeah. how the how the show ended. Yeah. But I mean, let's just, just let's just yeah. err on the side of caution and say this match is going to happen. Yeah, it's happen. going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Um, next, we have uh, TJP versus uh, Christopher Guy. Oh, my God. And uh, I couldn't find any information on Christopher Guy. I tried to look him up. I, can, I didn't even look it up. Um, I want to get more information on these guys, where they're from, what their real names are. I know are. the jobber in the Cien Almas match wrestles for Smash Wrestling. But Smash I Wrestling? Okay. Yeah. So. Check out Smash Wrestling, guys, for your, all your local wrestling needs in New York? I think it was in East Massachusetts. Coast. It was somewhere in the East Coast because they were in somewhere Massachusetts. Somewhere not California. Yeah. Because I don't leave the bubble. No, I'm kidding. I, I love leaving the bubble. It's great. But you love the bubble. Um, So this was a really fast, really fast squash match. Uh, yeah. He hits him with the Dominator kick. He Yeah, he hits him. Which looked kind of like a GTO. A no, yeah, sleep, yeah, yeah. A GTS. Yeah, I forget what it was called. I said it once before, but he let's just call it the Dominator kick. And it's funny because uh, Vic, uh, was it Vic? Vic Joseph. Vic Joseph made fun of Coach at this point. Yeah. Uh, he said, if if Coach was here, that would be one of his words of the hour. The 205, the 205 live commentators going out of their way to, to rip on a raw commentator. On, yeah. yeah. It, you never you never hear that with about Corey Graves. You never hear yeah. on someone ripping about Corey Graves. You never yeah. hear about someone ripping on Michael Cole like that, but... I Coach, think, it's open season. You think he's just generally hated by everybody? Yeah. 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 Like what is like what is he even doing here? Like what's the point? Uh Vince brought him back. Yeah. That's and it. It's Vince's choice and yeah. so sorry, away from my microphone. So I mean, after the match, TJP starts walking up the ring and uh, was that Dasha? Sure. Yeah. Why not? Let's just say uh commentator number 3 uh interviews TJP, you know, and he says, "If this is the com- if this is the competition that's going to be given to me, uh, there we go. At 205 Live by Drake Maverick, these random jobbers, then I'm going to go have to look for competition elsewhere. He's just going to randomly beat up people yeah. in the locker room. Hey, you. Um, mm. But then Percy kind of hints at uh, at him going to SmackDown. Like him moving up? Yeah, because he oh said he God. said something about, you know, he goes, what has he done for Paige lately? What what would make him think Paige would let him onto the onto the roster? So I thought it was kind of weird how he jumped to conclusion like that. Because that is that is one way to get your division over. Have have somebody on the roster actively try to get out of it. No, I thought that for TJP, he's like the annoying kid 
have him think he's ready for the big leagues, go up and have him get go up to SmackDown, get squashed by somebody. I think that just makes your division look so much weaker, though. It, no, it makes him look weaker. It makes him look like he he went above what he was able to do. But then it's and it fits his character. Is it what firmly I'm saying. establishes the hierarchy that any cruiserweight entering for, from two hundred five to SmackDown is just going to be super jarring to them. But not no. I mean, every TJP is it's TJP's character though. Is what I'm TJ, trying to say. I mean, yeah, sure. But then it also... But then if you have TJP win a bunch of matches, albeit with a bunch of jobbers, and you have him just go to SmackDown but, immediately. But then you, if you have TJP go up to SmackDown and win, and why isn't he cruiserweight champion? Well, because he just never fought for it. It's like he's probably... Or he's, he's not... Again, it. I mean, he was the first cruiserweight champion. I don't know what they're doing with TJP. And okay, calm down, Michael. Don't slap me. Because... He's not going to smack you! The only... He's the only Filipino guy in the roster. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, no, but I, still I just don't like him though. I I just thought it would fit his character. He's like because he kind of has that thirteen year old gimmick. Yeah. Um, next up, we have as I turn the page, uh, Cedric interview. You know, he said I will uh, I'll be Buddy Murphy next week and uh, hi, I'm Cedric Alexander. I'm going to be in my hometown, so I'm going to do it all in front of my family, and everyone's going to be there to support me. And he's going to lose that title next week, isn't he? I don't think so. In his hometown. Uh, I, mean, I mean... In front of his whole family. I, again, like I said, Vince is probably in his personal jet by the time they air I'm these. just... Yeah, I don't know, man. I have a feeling he's going to lose that title next week. You say no? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say yes. I'm saying... Okay. We'll see next week. Uh, and then right after this, we have the main event for 205 Live. Hideo Itami versus Akira Tozawa. Tamers versus the Tazers. Which was really... Wait, what? I just like to shorten their last names. Oh. Uh, to ERs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, a day, you know, it, the first part of this match, I mean, it was very slow paced at first. It was very methodical. It was a it was a methodical pace. And it was mostly um, Hideo Itami kind of leading the way. What do you think a methodical pace benefits, Corey? Who who does it benefit? Yeah. Who do you think? How uh, do you think the methodical pace benefits you? I'm sorry. I'm just making a really bad 2K commentary joke. Oh. How do you think it? Yeah. How do you think it, it helps? Competitor number one, yeah, the superstar. It's, it's, yeah, I was trying to make a reference to one of those WWE video games. <clears throat> Not, as like we 2K, try to do, as like we try w- to do every show. Yeah, and so it's just like one of those things where the commentaries just completely say the same thing all the time. Yeah, or like where King just like yells out, <gasps> "He like really no likes that move." Yeah. Um. Yeah. The one thing I hate about that game, yeah, it's the commentary. It's so bad sometimes because I turn it off. Because like even the announcing, like I download some, they make people make some really cool stuff on the community creation. It's really like it's lifeblood, honestly. And and, uh, like I downloaded a title, it was like the undisputed title, but it was like this newer one. It was all gold and it looked really nice. So I downloaded it, but so every time it comes, it goes, "He is the champion." Oh God! All right. Anyways. Um, but this is a really good. After a while, this is a really good match. Hideo hit that awesome tornado DDT maneuver where he hit Akira's uh, throat on the ropes. Yeah. Um. Then at one point, uh, uh, Akira and Hideo were fighting on top of the. Oh, it's the Falcon, the Super Falcon Arrow. Yeah. Yeah, he hits that you Super Falcon almost, Arrow off almost, the top rope. It kind of almost looked like, like a. Whoa. Like a. What do you call it? The Michinoku driver off yeah. the top rope, kind of. Oh yeah, yeah. God, that's that'd yeah. be so dangerous. Oh God, Takamishinoku. He's so oh yeah, he's in uh he's in New Japan. Yeah. Who who is he with? Chaos? No, he's with uh he's Suzuki Goon. Well yeah, 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 yeah. He's like the the Wrangler of that one what's his name? Minoru Suzuki. No, no, no. 
No, there's like one guy who's like an animal, and they have to like hold him on a leash. And if you oh let my him, god, sometimes he goes into oh the my crowd. God. Yes, 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 yes. I forgot his name. Whatever. Uh, let's just say Moon Dog. Yeah. yeah. You know what? When I go to Japan and see him, I'm like, you yeah. go Moon Dog. He's like, huh? Yeah. When everyone Moon Dog, I know he like it's an American name. Yeah. Um, Hideo hits two basement drop kicks and then the GTS uh the go to sleep. What what does he call it though? No, he, no, he he doesn't give him the go to sleep. Yes, he did. At the end. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, he did. He two basement drop kicks in the GTS. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's, I mean, it's it's like did. his uh his uh what does he call it? He calls it something different. Uh the 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 setting sun. Let's just yeah. call it that. That's oh my god! That's incredibly racist, Michael. I was thinking about I was more thinking more more about Ember Moon, like I usually do. Yeah, she's a she's. I I think about her training. You know who I really like in um who who I just look up to athletically, Bianca Belair. Oh yeah, no, yeah, she's a. She is a freak. Freak of just, nature. You mean the way, like, just like the way she lifts up Candice LeRae? And the way, like, did you see her body? Like, and I'm not talking like, like, ooh, she's She's hot. just, like, ripped to the she's gills. She's freaking ripped. Like, hey, oh, my know, God. You're, that's, that, that's the certain expectation. I want to see that. I want to see her versus Charlotte one day. Give, uh, give Bianca Belair some time, you know. It probably, it'll probably training. happen sooner um, than later. Yeah, definitely. But, I mean, that was 205 Live for you guys. You know, it was when, an okay show. Like, it was, it was, would you go out of your way to watch this one? Or you, you, do you think this Over Raw, would... yeah. Oh, of course. You yeah. can watch anything over Raw. But... I mean, all the, all the smarks are going to watch 205 anyways. Everyone, you know. But I, I would watch it. It was, it was fun. It was entertaining. Right. You know, some of those matches were good. But the show I would go out of my way to watch every single week. It's a... I'm trying to think of like a television, another television. Oh, I was I was trying to lead you into. NXT. Yeah, I know, I know. I you was... were like, "What family guy? What?" <laughs> yeah, and that's Monday Night Raw. No, you know what I was watching <laughs> actually recently, Cobra Kai. I heard good things about that show. It's uh, okay if you can get over some of the acting in it because some of the acting because you know we're just all used to like world class acting like in the Avengers like in, or like in and Deadpool Monday Night Raw and yeah Monday Night Raw. Um, but it's good. There are some moments where you're like, it's just corny. Yeah, the first the first episode because you can watch the first two episodes for free. Yeah, right now on YouTube Red, like uh, without a free trial or anything. And it's uh, it's good though. You know, I hear it gets better. Yeah, it, it has some good sides where the first episode's about you know the leader Cobra Kai and how he was uh, how he's like in his 30s now, but he's like he's definitely not in his 30s or 40s or whatever. He's probably 40, getting, maybe 50. Yeah. Um, and he's like down on his luck, an alcoholic, you know. Mm-hmm. And Larusso is like the owner of a, he's car, a car. He's a car, like he's a used car salesman. Yeah, and he kicks the competition, and he gives like a bonsai tree to everyone. Yeah, to every and it's, car sold. It's really, yeah. It was good though. I liked it. I like how it's different though. It's not like you know, yeah. you know, like he was a world class karate champion after that. Mm. I mean, wh- come on, like how sustainable is a career as a karate champion in, in 2018? Uh, you go to WWE. I don't know, man. If you're karate, I don't. I don't think they look at karate like champions as you know, as like a world beater. I think because Vince McMahon only sees like really just muscular, beefy dudes who's a who are just all power. <sighs> Vince, put put it away. Yep. Exactly. Anyways, speaking of dicks, NXT. <laughs> <coughs> well, I mean. If you like dicks, then I mean, yeah, because NXT I love. You like me some dicks, NXT. you like NXT. Because I love me some NXT. 
Mm-hmm. But I don't. I don't like. Never mind. I won't get it. Yeah. Anyways, NXT was a quarter full sale university. Hmm? You're breathing in the mic a little bit. Oh, it's yeah. all right. I know it was that was a deliberate breathe. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, Sorry. No, it was a, a full sale university. We start with Heavy Machinery versus TM61. You just coach. Get the fuck out of there. Yep. Get out of there, coach. You don't belong there. I'm sorry. Leave now. He is, of course. Corey is, of course, referring to the fact that coach was in the audience for like the and second or third week in a freaking row. Yeah, and he says, and he says right to the camera that heavy machinery are his guys. It's like he probably this. Is, what What are the chances of? Like he was the one thing that got me to stop saying yeah. Yeah. Like it's his heavy machinery. Yeah. Yeah. What are the chances of Jonathan Coachman ever bringing up the fact that he was in a, he was at NXT? Do you okay? On so Night Raw? why do you think he was at NXT? I guess he was just trying to like look at the you know look at the new talent. He wanted to do his homework, which he clearly, which you can clearly tell he. But does. you can do that on you can do that by watching it on the network. Why? Then he has he, connections. He could like if I was if I had, if I made as much money as as I, Jonathan I, Coachman, and if I had the amount of connections I have as Jonathan Coachman, I would probably just head over to you at full sale for a taping or two. I think they they were they were putting him through some of the classes. You think they were putting, or you think they were just going to give him some artificial cred, like, "Hey, look, Jonathan Coachman goes to NXT." You guys, no, He's no, cre- I, I literally think they're putting him through some of the promo classes or something like that because there is a reason why he's physically down there. I think he's, I think he, that's his just, ego, his, yeah. that's your theory, but I think his ego is just too high for that. He thinks he's a he'll, he thinks he's probably above that. He was an ESPN for God's sakes. If I mean, if you pay him enough, I don't know. Um, but you know, let's. Ugh, let's shake it off. Let's shake off. Shake coach. off that coach Ugh. stench. Ugh. Which we know, yeah. which we know yeah. is hard. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm back. I'm All back. All right. All right. Sip of coffee. Yeah. So yeah. it starts off. Maro Maranalo says heavy machinery is all about stakes and weights. Ah, and stakes. And we just start off with Otis Dozovich being the pure human beef man oh, that he, he is. is. He is great, man. I can't wait to see. He just him. has that tucked-in face where, like, he has a huge head but a small face, and he kind of squints his face. He kind of looks like Bobby Hill. I really hope King of the Hill. I, I really hope him and Mandy Rose get together one day. Why? <laughs> well, because you know, I keep I keep bringing this up how he like they troll he trolls like her tw- her Instagram. Oh, really? Not like trolls her, but like it's funny how comments and, on her Instagram comments on her pictures all the time, and also he'll post pictures of her on his Instagram and saying like, "Oh, my future wife, no. uh, look what she, you know God's gonna give me." Yeah. Oh my God. Does oh, he really say that? I don't yeah. Know. No, he really. Yeah. Said, no, he doesn't say the yeah part. Like, oh. but he says everything else. It's kind of creepy at first, but then she'll like the pictures it's that like, he posts. So yeah. I'm like, all right. Heavy Machinery uses Shane. Starting off, one of the biggest spot, one of the highlights of this match, Heavy Machinery uses Shane Thorne as a battering ram to Nick Miller on the corner. And before they do that, like, they kind of, as soon as they, like, initiate it, like, they kind of start the crowd by saying, oh, yeah. And, the, yeah. you know, all yeah. Full Sail just says it with them because, you know, who doesn't want to do that? Because Full Sail is the greatest crowd ever. So Otis yells out Tucky whenever Thorne or Shane get the heat on him. Tucky then counters with a double suplex to Miller and Thorne. Then Otis gets a hot tag and does the goddamn worm. And he does it very well. Scott, the caterpillar. Why do you call it the caterpillar? No, call he the caterpillar? calls it the caterpillar. Okay. All right. Yeah, because he's big and fat like a caterpillar. Yeah. He looks like, like the one in A Bug's Life. Look at me. I'm a pretty little butterfly. Actually, and, and, you know, that's probably exactly what it's from. Yeah. Uh... 
Dozer. <laughs> For some reason, my notes I call I then call him Dozer. Dozer does an exploder suplex. Then Dozer then uses TM 61s towel to wipe a sweat as he sets up a middle Take rope. Taking too splash. long. Taking too long. Yep. Man. But the ref picks up the towel, which causes a distraction where Thorne kicks Dozer and holds onto the feet of Miller as he rolls him up for the pin. One, two, three. It's a lapse of judgment on this part. Uh, TM61 steals it again. Yep. They, they go over the Street Profits, and now they go over Heavy Machinery. You know, that's un- I mean, it's it's unfortunate, but at the same time, it is what it is. I guess know? this makes like TM61 like the new revival. Say yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I, wish, I wish the revival would come back to NXT. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Otis is mad, and that makes me mad because I want Otis to be happy all the time. That's what I said. That's like the last bullet point in my notes right here. Oh, poor yeah. Get him, get him some. I'll, I'll, I'll go to work today. I'll get him some steaks. Nice. Get me some steaks. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, Bianca. And then next up, we have a Bianca Belair interview in vignette. Kind of. Like, it was just like it was, it was pretty like much. A, it was a tease of next week's. Vignette, yeah. I feel like it was a trailer for a trailer. Yeah. Um, she says her success is in her roots because hair. And I, well, I yeah, yeah. I I felt yeah, it was probably a little bit more to do with like, does she? She's not a second generation superstar. I don't she? think so. So I mean, she looks like she had a bunch of pictures of, of her being an athlete. So yeah, I mean, she, uh, she's definitely athletic. And like I said, look at her, man. She's a freak of nature. Those muscles, nature. Jesus Christ, mm. I am jealous of her. I need to get on her uh, on her diet. Mm. Kyrie Sane versus Lacey Evans. Uh, Kyrie Sane starts the match with a single leg drop kick right on the face of Lacey. This was a really hot match because this was like on paper. This isn't exactly like no. a match I'd be looking forward to, but they kind of surpassed expectations. Jesus Christ! And I wonder if there's any actual backstage heat because there it seemed to be a little stiff at first. I guess this no. I guess I think they just they just wanted to be like that. They wanted to maybe because like on paper people weren't really looking forward to it, and they just wanted to give it their all. Give it their all. And like, you know, Kyrie Sane did mention in a tweet lately she felt like she was in a slump. Yeah, she so. also tweeted that she loves Naruto. Mm. Yeah, so Lacey then chops the shit out of her as Nigel says that'll knock the wind out of her sails. Oh yeah, that was bad. because maritime. Yeah, full time sails. Full yeah, time. full sails. Yeah, full sails or whatever. Rest holds from Evans and works the arm due to Sane's use of her elbows. Then an axe kick to the back. Then a spear from Sane. Sane is just yelling her pain out like she's just emotional as hell throughout that match. Yeah. Which you know, uh, it created it created more intrigue, more drama. Yeah, yeah. Me believe in the match, and then as soon as Sakari Sane goes to the top rope, as she dives to Lacey Evans, a woman's right out of nowhere from Evans, and for the pin, one out of nowhere for the pin of one, two, three, Lacey Evans with the clean pin on Kyrie Sane. There we go. I thought this was very interesting. You know, they're I guess they're just pushing Lacey (coughs) Evans, or at least they're propping her up. Well, you know, it's um, the whole thing is like everyone. Every time someone this happens, I feel like they're they're bringing up Lacey Evans through their their developmental system. Cause yeah. I don't think she was really no. She was did, did she do any indie wrestling before this? I don't think so. She was so, a marine. She was a mom. Yeah, that, that's for sure. Yeah, that's about as hard. Work we as all you can know do. that. Yeah. Um, but they're bringing up her up through their developmental system, and then they bring Kyrie Sane over, which she comes from a. Did she didn't wrestle in New Japan? She was just independent wrestler, right? Yeah, she was like I. I think she was in Shimmer. Okay, same as so, Becky Lynch. 
so you have her. So everyone's speaking, oh, Kyrie Sane, she's the greatest. And when she comes over at NXT, it's kind of like a fresh start for Kyrie Sane. That's a, it's kind of like a fresh. I mean, I feel like that applies to everybody who goes to NXT. Like, exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, Adam Cole, no. Adam Cole, here's a title. You know, here's a trophy. Here's some guys. They get titles too. I, I honestly don't know what like. It is it it is completely surprising to me how they see Adam Cole. That's like Triple H's like favorite wrestler. I feel yeah. like. Um, anyways, but what I'm saying is, is like everyone looks at like, oh, they're they're trying to bury Kyrie after this because Lacey. No, I don't think so. This one, this there was this match was. They're trying to show that they're both on equal levels at this point yeah. in, of their careers, and you know they're going back and forth. And I think this is a really really good match. Like this is the sort of type of fifty fifty booking you can kind of get behind. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, coming up, and then right now, right after that, Kathy Kelly is outside Full Sail hoping to interview Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae. Can, uh, Gargano is in a neck brace and wants to talk about the future to the Full Sail crowd. It was a team decision, according to him. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then another... Uh, oh, we'll see later. Yeah, we'll see you later. And then we get a video package of Oni Lorkin and Danny Birch. It was another interview, actually. It was of... I think it was after their match last week. Yeah, it was after their match last week with, uh... Adam, pretty much the Undisputed Era, and they say they want the tag belts off Undisputed Era at NXT TakeOver Chicago, which apparently is now confirmed. Yeah. Um, that might that has match of the night potential. That's going to be a really good match. It's going to be super awesome. Do you think they could win? They, they could possibly win. I don't think they're going to win. I don't, but, uh, no. how, I mean, how long can... I mean, is Cole going to defend his title? Yeah, I, I'd assume it would be like it would be against Pete Dunne. But, oh, we'll see. Yeah, well... Yeah, we'll get there. Uh, and then with the response, there was an undisputed era vignette. <laughs> guys, guys, dun, 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 dun. it's like it's like it's pretty much like Mean Girls, but with guys. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, it, it's so dork. It's yeah. like 1980s, like high school, bull, like gym varsity jock bullies. Yeah, that's like it reminds me of Cobra Kai. Like yeah. you know, they can be Cobra Kai right there. Yeah, uh, they basically they call their opponents by their full name with Daniel and Peter referring to Pete Dunn and Danny Birch, and they just you know went on to be the undisputed era, which is like, ha, you guys, and then that whoa, was it. yeah, and that was it, gnarly. And then we have Ricochet and Velveteen Dream versus Lars Sullivan. I must say, this Vel- is a great match. Velveteen Dream's entrance is the best one all week. That he's done in a long time. Oh, I they just recently added that splash to his Titantron, right? Yeah. Yeah, because when he like lifts his hand up, it does the splash in the Titantron. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's, that's awesome. That's call-up written all over it. Oh, I, I do not want to see it. That's the thing I was thinking. I think the they're I think when, they're gonna try their best not to call when he them. was when he was doing his crawl on the ground, you know, he's kind of mouthing his the lyrics to his song, looking at Lars, and I was like, Man The way he just looks on like Vince longingly. is gonna fuck this up. Vince is just gonna fuck this up every single way possible. He's gonna make him like, like way overly flamboyant. Or he's just gonna like, yeah, he's like gonna make a, he, and then like make him look like a, a total heel, and it's like you know, and it's just gonna. He's, I, bro- he's gonna drop to Baron Corbin. He's, they're gonna make him face. They're gonna make Baron Corbin. Yeah. No, they're gonna make Velveteen Dream face and still job him out. Yeah. Um. Uh. So. And then we got, you know, we got the Velveteen Dream enter, and then we got Ricochet in his neon tent. Yeah. And you got Lars Sullivan with his red lights. You know, these guys are these guys have their entrances, and they're red all pretty light. good. Green light. Yes. So I'm ready to go. Oh, 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 sorry. No, I was going to let you just sing the entire song. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, double punch and dro- double drop kick from Dream and Ricochet. Uh, Dream, there was this one spot where Dream holds Lars feet uh Lars feet down so Ricochet can missile drop kick Lars. That was really cool. They yeah. were they were very creative spots here. They were working very well together. Yeah. Uh 
Uh, Sullivan continues to toss Ricochet around. Dream gets the heat as he tries to tag Ricochet. Sullivan does a diving headbutt on Dream as he pins him, but Ricochet stops the count. Ricochet then baits Sullivan out and around the ring, which I thought was like, I've never seen that actually done before when it, in regards to a giant giant where like, you know what I'm saying? Where Wait, what? Ricochet Sorry. would just... Sorry, I just got an email and I was like looking at one of the classes. No, um, so like when Ricochet does this spot where he breaks the... So Lars Sullivan, he tries to pin... He tries to pin Velveteen Dream, right? Mm-hmm. And so Ricochet breaks that count, and then he immediately just goes outside the ring and, try, and baits Lars Sullivan out out of the ring. Yeah, just makes sure he runs around just so he gets gassed early. Oh yeah, there was a like like even at the beginning of the match where they were doing that whole thing with the back and forth where they kind of surrounded him. Yeah, and got him from both sides. Yeah. Got him from both sides. Uh, then Ricochet, uh, Dream hot tags Ricochet. Ricochet does a standing shooting star press to a two count. And just timed, just timed kicks from each person. Like yeah. Lars Sullivan gets kicked by Ricochet. Another kick from Dream. Another kick from yeah. And then a 450 splash from Ricochet. And then Velveteen Driver to Ricochet. Oh my god! Oh he's, my god! Like he's he, trying to screw him over. That's why TVD just yells, "You want to screw me? I'm gonna screw you." It was Which, it was hey. a little it was a little random because hey. like he just tagged himself in. Yeah, I, I know what you're getting at. Yeah, and then he then le- man. <laughs> You're gonna get on other indiv- other people by making that noise. Yeah, you do the noise yourself. Come yeah. On uh, you have know, Dream then leaves as Lars gives Ricochet the freak accident for the win. Fuels the feud between Ricochet. Wait, when did I get on someone for that noise? I don't know. Let's not. Let's not. Let's not talk about that. Oh come on. Fuels the feud, but I think this match was really good. <laughs> okay. Fuels the feud between Ricochet and uh, Velveteen Dream. Lars still looks strong, and the match was great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was it was a great match, and you know it it prolonged the feud that they all three are having. Um, next week we're gonna get Alistair Black live at Full Sail. So I wonder what the so I guess well, I'm guessing a Fatal Four Way at, at Chicago for the title. Honestly, that's I think that's the, eh, the sure. best thing to do too. Do you really want that to be his first uh, title defense to be a Fatal Four Way? Uh, yeah, no, he probably not? defended it before that. I just don't remember. Oh, he was supposed to defend it against Gargano. Yeah. So, anyways. Dakota Kai versus Shayna Baszler for the NXT Women's title next week. Next week, next yeah. Next week, uh, Kathy Kelly interviews her Kai backstage. Kai says she's dreamed about this for a long time. It's insane to her. So says, crazy. So crazy, yeah. I'll be there, yeah. It's a dream so, of mine. Says Baszler's a bully. Then Baszler she- comes on screen, goats her, <laughs> goats her about not having to say anything, and says she doesn't stand a chance. Then Kai we'll, says, we'll see. we'll see. We'll see about that. We'll see about that. And then, as you mentioned earlier, Alistair Black. We'll see about that. <laughs> what? And then Alistair. Bla- and then we also mentioned that Alistair Black is is Alistair Black is back next week. Black to back. Black, back to black. black is back. Yeah, Black is back next week. Yeah. Nice. And then we have our main event, which was Johnny Gargano <laughs> and Candice LeRae appearing Aww. on screen. Johnny Gargano's retirement there, speech. Yeah, there was a bit of a there was a bit of a like a moment where Morrow's Mar- uh, mic levels were just Morrow's mic levels were just not like his Mar- his his like Morrow's mic levels were kind of just messed up. I didn't notice anything. Like it that. just kind of just felt like he was off mic. It was like in talk. My God. Well, no, it, it, like it kind of came off as him trying to talk to the production crew too. It was like, is Gargano huh. supposed to come in here? Is is a like it was kind of a mess up, but nonetheless, Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae appear uh, to the full cell crowd, and he to... has 
Thing is, here's what I, I a neck brace is just never a good look for any baby face looking for any credibility. It was really funny. But I, th- like, I keep going. And, but I think that's kind of the point. Like it doesn't work for Daniel Bryan. It doesn't work for Johnny Gargano. It's just it just makes him look fragile, which I again, I think that's just one of the I guess they just want to that's what they want to come across. But um yeah, I mean yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Someone yells, I love you, Johnny. Johnny responds, I love you, too. And then, like, before the promo even starts, you can hear a pin drop in full sale. It was so quiet. Like I said, they're, like, the best fans there because they will stay quiet. They know it's being filmed. They know it's for a national or international audience. Mm-hmm. So they want to give it the best damn uh, performance, even as fans. I wouldn't say full sale is the best crowd ever, but I think it's true. the be- it's some of the best crowd work I've seen on a TV program like that. Well, you know. maybe in this segment, maybe because it was I, just so quiet, like it just seemed edited. But like, has there ever been a time where you were like, um, "Oh, those fans at Full Sail are so annoying"? Yeah, really? Oh yeah. Like I've when never people, thought whenever that. people do CM Punk chants, or when people just they you don't know, do, they, or whenever people boo. I've never, I've never heard a oh. CM Punk chants at Full Sail. Eh, it was like when it went like probably like years ago, maybe yeah, years ago. Okay. There was also like whenever somebody, whenever they pimp a show that's not in full sale, they'll always boo. And I remember Kevin Owens is going on like, "How is NXT supposed to grow if you just keep booing the fact that we're going to other places?" Like, they, yeah, of course, Kevin Owens. Like, they well, they don't want to see their their guys leave. It's like someone leaving your local promotion. You know? Yeah, it's, it's just very. Um, what do you call it? That's the thing about counterproductive. Wrestling. That's well, that's the thing about wrestling. We grew up watching WWE, where it's like every every you want everyone to be the champ. You know, you want your guy to be the champ. But in reality, in independent wrestling, it, there's the hierarchy, and then you move on to the next level. So it's like. There really is no being the man for that long. You're no Bruno San Martino in a local promotion. So uh, Gargano says every part of NXT reminds him of each time his body has been through it. (laughs) The tables, the ramps, the screens, all things Gargano has been smashed into because of Ciampa. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gargano asks if it's worth it. Full sale responds with a yes chance. He then rips out his neck brace and says, yeah, it's worth it. No, Johnny, don't do it. Candice looks don't. pissed oh. as if it was like off script. She was like, God, dude, we just said we were going to go retire yeah. and live in the Bahamas. Mm. I was going to weave baskets. I had this whole plan set up. I had the down payment on the condo. We we're going to look at the stars in the night and the night and the stars. <laughs> Gargano calls out Ciampa. Ciampa promises to finish this. Until a bunch of refs comes out to separate them. Including the, R- the RWO yeah. without their leader, Finley. Uh-huh. Candace tells Johnny not to fight as she grabs his hand. Please don't. Ciampa tells Gar- Gar- Gargano to be a good boy and listen to his wife. I always, I, I, I've never understood why that's a uh, like a. It's, a, it's emasculating, you know. It's not like it, it just seems like no, you I'll just like, come off as you're not wearing the pants in this relationship. Well, I mean, what's what's masculine? You know what I mean in this day and age. I'm just saying, You're man. Just goading on Gargano. Stay woke, just bro. Stay woke over there. And no, I'm kidding. And so as Gargano jump. Yep. Gargano jumps to the ring. He is then shoved out of it and then bumps into Candice to the ground in the process. Okay. It's like she fucking took a bullet to the chest. I I saw the picture of her on the ground. And she like, looked dead. And I was like, oh, no, what happened? And then when I saw it, I was like, <gasps> like, like my first reaction, like, oh, no. Like, that was so easy. And Ciampa like, himself looked kind of remorseful, he like, did. what have I done? He did. And I, I thought he was. I thought it would have been better if he would have walked over with more of a concerned look on his face, and mm-hmm. then Gargano would have tried to, like, get out of here, man. 
But come on, like Candace that's nitpicking. That's nitpicking. Candace is a wrestler, though. Like she she takes bumps, and it's not like Gargano's like three hundred pounds. Yeah, but it's it's one of those things. Like he never meant to hurt her. Yeah. Like he was meant. He was like, and he, if he wanted to hurt her, he would have hurt her last week when it's, she was in his face and slapped just, him. They just gave her vulnerable girl powers for this. And you know, damsel. In, they gave her the damsel in distress stats. It's a little, yeah. It's a little. It's game. a little jarring because it's like you know you she'll know. get up. You know she's gone up from worse falls. She they has that picture of her with you know I'll say that the, the PWG tag titles with yeah. Joey Ryan with her face covered in blood. I think if it would make her look really dumb, it would make her look really weak if she was just written off next week. Like if she if they if like if by what if like I mean, if she, she appears next week and says like yeah no I can take I can take it like then cool well, it really depends on the the taping because you know how some people just don't show up for like a week or two at NXT yeah if she like she it's needs not to, like her off it would it would make her look real bad if she doesn't show up next week yeah come well, on dude or for two weeks for two okay, okay. I'll say two weeks because because of the whole thing with yeah. tapings and you don't know exactly which number they're on you know what I mean so it's like eh. one kid yells out get the stretcher. Yeah, there was a, there was that whole uh, there's like fan in the crowd who's there every week. This big guy, yeah. he's so passionate, man. Anyway, funny. I that again we nitpick, but night. if it results in more Gargano and Ciampa, I'm all for it. I'm all down. I think all I think it. Chicago is going to be their blow off match because it's one year since their yeah since him. Do you ever see DIY reuniting like av- like way after this? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It would it would just it's going to take. Would it happen in NXT? It, no. No, 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 no. It's going to happen on SmackDown or Raw. Will they, like, stare down each other and then just... It's going to be something like someone's going to get cornered by two people, yeah. like AOP or something, and then you're... God. And then someone's Remember gonna... AOP? And then Ciampa's just going to come out, and they're like, oh, my God. Remember and... Authors of Pain? Oh, remember them? They were... Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> they were in... They weren't even on I, TV they, this week, they? They, played, they? they were at main event this week. Oh. I guess they just didn't have anything for them because... You know who the God star of main him. event is? Like isn't like Mike Kanellis and Zach Kurt Ryder? Ho- Kirk Hawkins. Kirk Hawkins. Kirk. Kurt. 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 I, I was there for his him. debut. Uh, SmackDown Live. Uh, no, no mercy. Yeah. From no. Sacramento, California, in 2016. No How do you get there? How do you get to these places even if you don't have a car? You just... Oh, Gabriel, when he lived here. Yeah. He he drives. Oh, nice. So we drove up. We went to a casino. Funny story. Went to Thunder Valley Casino. First time we've ever been to a casino. We were like, we have to look good. We combed our hair, put on a shirt. Dude, Thunder Valley Casino is like the most, (laughs) like I've never been there, but then like, no, that's not true. I've been there once. It is the most like trashiest place place in in California. We were like, uh, we are severely overdressed. That's how you dress to Vegas. I went to Vegas eventually. What was that one movie with Vince Vaughn and Jon Favreau? Oh God, swing! No swingers. Was yeah, swingers? Is, you guys are trying to be like swingers. Yeah, I guess. And it was just we walked in and we're like, yeah, we're severely overdressed. Yeah. And it was just funny because there's even one idiots. There's even one point where I was like, because we meet both me and him are stupid and like we you know like you know when your best friend you've known for years and like he, yeah you get to do this sort he, these he hands me these he hands me his he ticket to put in the machine to cash yeah. and I put it in and he just goes right behind me and it's because his ticket and he goes money please referring to a a Parks and Rec uh, yeah. scene and there's this old lady behind us. And she's in a wheelchair smoking a cigarette, and she just looks at us Get and the just, fuck out of my way. She just, yeah, she just has this look of disgust I on need her my face. Slots. I was like, oh my god. And what, you guys what are, are we in doing? suits. Yeah, we're not in suits, but we're in button-ups. We're like, let's get out of here. Let's just go back to Sacramento and the hotel room and order some takeout. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, guys, Las Vegas is the A show. Thunder Valley Casino it, is the B show. Yeah, it's more like the 
G show. Yeah, it's like for, the it's like the indie scene. They do have Panda, Ex- Panda Express in there though, so hey, good on them. Yeah. And a subway. Is, are they are they twenty four hours? Is Thunder Valley Casino through twenty four hours? I think so. Yeah. Man, can you imagine just somebody? That's what threw me off about Vegas. Is like you would go when you would go into a casino in the morning. I mean, it's a city w- that never sleeps. That's well, what they call know, Las Vegas. But I wake up early, so I woke up at six a.m. and I went outside with my vape pen and I went to get a cup of coffee. And there's this guy just like walking out of the casino with these two girls who are clearly. Um, I don't want to say, assume that they were workers, 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 but they uh, looked like they were working. They and, know how to uh, do the figure four leg lock. And uh, even one of the girls like, hey, baby. And I, looking at me and I was just like, I'm just wearing like a tank top and like cargo shorts. And I'm like, clearly and, and they, they want it to be anywhere but this guy. It was just funny. Yeah, and they were just you look yeah. harmless. But then you'd walk through the casino and you would see all these people like still partying. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Anyways, what time, like 4 a.m.? No, this is like at 6 a.m., 7 a.m. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, like still in their suits. You should go to Vegas sometime. You should. It's fun. Okay. Uh, just set your limit on how much you spend. Oh, yeah? Yeah. All right, guys. Let's get going. It's All Thursday. right, let's go to Vegas right now. Well, yeah, let's screw it. It's Thursday. We got places to be. I got to go to work. You got to go somewhere. We'll be back tomorrow to yeah. with the new news show. Guys, uh, for City Wrestling Radio, for the B Show. Hey, I'm you, go out of your way to watch both of these, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. All, every week, I think. Yeah. Guys, for City Wrestling Radio, for the B-Show, I'm Corey Smith. I'm Michael Vergara. And have a great day.